With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, she tripped me easy, all right. Metallica with whiskey in the jar, ladies and gentlemen, from one of the big hits of 2006, ladies and gentlemen. And welcome to Wrestling Revisited for the first day of October, Tuesday, October the 1, 2019, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. And with me, as always, is my tag team partner, the human suplex machine, John Gross, as we welcome you once again to the fastest rising show on Tuesday nights before we explode with a big time firecracker, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. 1 605 562 The call ID 139926 pound. You can join us till 8 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, before 8 o'clock. We have a lot to talk about. So let's get into it right now as we say farewell right. to, uh, as always, Howard, my tag team partner, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening to the Human Suplex Machine. Good evening. Well, John, the explosion is finally here and it is going to be lit like a firecracker, no pun intended, in 24 hours. AEW is finally here tomorrow night at the Capital One Arena in the nation's capital, your neck of the woods. We're going to see the war finally start between NXT and AEW. And boy, oh boy, we got some great matches. I'm ready. The very first night. I'm ready. And I think I am too. I mean, we got Nyla versus Riho, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Jericho will be taking on Dean Ambrose, formerly John, now known as John Moxley, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks. Of course, uh, Pac, if you will, Cody Rhodes, Brandy Rhodes, they will all be there, ladies and gentlemen. Jack Swagger, former uh, American, how are we the people, are set to be there. Tonight, AEW will be doing a very special on TNT in about 45 minutes, ladies and gentlemen, to get you all set up. And we will find out Chris Jericho's tag team partner that tonight, however, it will be official, however. Folks, this is going to be one heck of a show, and I'll tell you what, folks, I cannot wait till tomorrow night. And of course, tomorrow night on Wrestling Debate, ladies and gentlemen, 
during the show of from 8 to 9. We will be updating you throughout the night how our revolution as well. However, ladies and gentlemen, about the debut of AEW on TNT, also NXT on USA. Not to say anything bad about NXT, folks. That is going to be a fire show in itself. Shayna Baszler, of course, ladies and gentlemen, will be taking on Candice LeRae Gargano for the women's title. However, Johnny Gargano, if you will, Candace's husband will be in action against Shane Thorne. Adam Cole the, uh, will be taking on the Broman, Matt Riddle. And the Undisputed Era, Fish and O'Reilly, will be taking on the Street Profits of Hawkins and Ford. Folks, it is going to be a wild night, however, down there at Full Sail in Winter Park tomorrow night. But speaking of wild, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about last night. In the Valley of the Sun, Phoenix, Arizona, we saw some fireworks that were well, let's just say explosive, in more ways than one. And it all started with Brock Lesnar, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, if you will, and Paul Heyman. John, this was a very interesting season premiere of Monday Night Raw last night with the new announced team. I agree, it was. And, of course, we know there is a new announced team on the block. It is going to be Vic Joseph, formerly of 205 Live in NXT UK. D.O. Matt, formerly Brendan Matthews in Football Superstar. Jerry the King Lawler returning, if you will. But, John, the story here was what Brock Lesnar did to Rey Mysterio and his son. And Paul Heyman, however, showed no compassion whatsoever in his promo. And if I'm Kofi Kingston going into the season premiere this Friday night in Los Angeles for the title, however, I would say right now that Kofi Kingston is in big big trouble. Yep, I agree. And of course, folks, as you know, of course, the big question was, however, what also happened on Raw last night? Well, let's just say we saw Rusev, however, take on Seth Rollins for the Universal title, but it didn't come without a price. No, The Fiend showed up, if you will. That was one of the stories. But the other story was that Rusev's wife, the long-legged, ravishing Russian, Russian Lana, Return, who, by the way, speaking of women, how the season premiere of Total Thieves with Carmel, Ronda Rousey, hey. and Sonya Deville will make its debut tonight on the E! Network at 10 p.m. But the story here is Lana brought back an old familiar face that we haven't seen in about three months. And let's just say they were playing tonsil hockey with one another, much to the dismay of Rusev. And we all know it was the almighty Bobby Lashley that did it, however. As a result, Lana and Rusev, however, probably maybe having some difficulties both in and out of the ring. We don't know exactly. Quite yet, however. But that being said, John, the story here is Lana did make a return, and boy, howdy, did she make a statement with Bobby Lashley last night. Yep, and I cannot comment about that. Yes, and I would have to say it's going to be very interesting to see what happens, if you will. Now, also, ladies and gentlemen, we will talk more about that tonight on Revolution. Be sure to check it out at 9 p.m. John will supply the birthdays and dates. GTS and I will have your news headlines for you, as is the case tomorrow night on Wolfpack and also on the debate. We'll talk about 1992's 5-pound tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Gerard, Michelle, myself, Don, and the rest of the gang will be on while we're watching AEW. And we know that AEW is already sold out for the big show at the Capital One Arena tomorrow night in Washington, D.C. They will be in Boston and Philadelphia in the weeks to come, as well as Pittsburgh, Nashville, Indy, Chicago, Charlotte, Baltimore. And that's just the start of where AEW is going to be going on the road, folks. Meanwhile, however, the other story, however, about last night, as we said, was Brock Lesnar and Rey Mysterio, of course, what happened there. And, of course, another story that we're following very carefully, ladies and gentlemen, however, as we said, was The Fiend. And, yes, folks, however, The Fiend did make an impact, if you will. And, of course, we'll talk more about that here coming up in just a little bit. But... Before we get to that, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind you that Wolfpack this week will be on at Thursday night, 138521 pound. 
Also, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to check it out. John will have the birthdays and dates on Thursday. GTS and I will have your news headlines. And then on Friday, folks, a rare occurrence besides the SmackDown season premiere. I will be a little late getting to Revolution, obviously. But, folks, this Friday, however, will be the go-home show before Hell in a Cell. Plus, predictions will be held, however, ladies and gentlemen. And who knows, might, some bets might be made on Friday night on Revolution. Be sure to check that out, ladies and gentlemen, this Friday night and then this Sunday at 5 p.m., Right before we get you set up for Hell in a Cell from Sacramento, the home of our good friend Danny from Oak Park, Snackers with the Golden One Center. We will have our predictions there too, Howard, and we will also maybe have some bets being made as well besides Friday night as far as this coming Sunday, Hell in a Cell, and then on Monday. Raw Radio gets you set up for the Monday Night Football game between Cleveland and Frisco, however. But before we get to that in the Bay Area City, we will be in Bakersfield, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, for Monday Night Raw, however, live from the Rabobank Arena, ladies and gentlemen, as we will have the post-show, however, from Hell in a Cell, ladies and gentlemen, and also get you set up for the upcoming draft, which, by the way, John, is a week from Friday, however, in Las Vegas at the T-Mobile Arena. And then, of course, two weeks from this Monday, live from the Mile High City in Denver, ladies and gentlemen, at the Pepsi Center. But, John, that being said, we will talk about the draft later this week and, of course, early next week on Raw Radio. It should be a very action-packed team, to say the least, however, ladies and gentlemen. That is going to be very interesting, if you will, however, coming up, believe it or not, so you can bet, however, it is going to be a wild and crazy night, however, in the next couple weeks. I will agree. And right now, ladies and gentlemen, we are ready to begin with our moment of the evening here, ladies and gentlemen, Howard. And we are going to take you back to 1990, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, April 1990. During this time, however, there were a lot of things that went on in the world of wrestling, including the WWF just hosting WrestleMania, however, six, the big matchup between two big names, Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior at the legendary Toronto Sky Dome, now known as the Rogers Center. We know that the Universal Wrestling Federation, or Mid-South Wrestling, was pretty much closing up business once and for all, however, after being in the business for about 15 or 20 years, however, as Bill Watts finally called it a career, however, in Mid-South and was on his way to Atlanta and to WCW, which Ted Turner had bought just a year and a half, two years before from Jimmy Crockett, if you will, who had sold the company to Ted, however, if you will. We also know, believe it or not, however, that ECW was quite not yet in existence, however, that would come within a few years. Also, another federation or two that would be on the Frank Howard would be World Class Championship Wrestling. Yes, folks, WCCW was going to be out of business by the end of 1990. I was only 13 in sixth grade at the time, ladies and gentlemen, getting ready to start junior high later that fall. And, of course, another wrestling federation that was pretty much all but done at this point was the American Wrestling Association. Yes, folks, Vern Gagne's company was pretty much ceased to exist, however, by the end of this year, into 91, and shortly thereafter, after a quarter of a century of having names like Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, Mean Gene, Jesse Ventura, Nick Bockwinkle, Ray Stevens, Bobby the Brain, Sherry Martell, and others, ladies and gentlemen, the AWA would close up shop once and for all. And if you have never seen the spectacular legacy of the AWA DVD, you definitely want to check it out. But speaking of the AWA, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take you back into one of the darker, most sadder times, however, in AWA history, ladies and gentlemen. It happened, of course, the week after WrestleMania VI. It was held in St. Paul, Minnesota, ladies and gentlemen. It was Super Clash 4. The last time Super Clash had been held was two years before this in 1988. And, John, I think you remember that. Jerry the King Lawler and Kerry Von Erich in Chicago happened, however. 1,600 people showed up at that event, however, in what was deemed the worst show of 1988. Well, this show took the cake, however, for the worst show of 1990. And for 
good reason. Apparently, 2,000 people were said to be at the St. Paul Civic Center just outside of St. Paul, Minnesota, but it looked like 1,000 to 1,200 people, if you will, were at this venue, maybe even less than that. And, of course, as a result, Vern Gagne, despite losing television, however, on EWA, ESPN, like he had had a weekly show, however, or a daily show, on ESPN from the legendary buildings like the Tropicana Atlantic City and the Showboat in Las Vegas, he would still not give in. But by the end of 1990, or by the summer of 1990, he had no choice. And shortly thereafter, Howard, it became apparent that the AWA was pretty much bar on borrowed time. And it all started, of course, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, excuse me, prior to that, Howard, when Hulk Hogan had left the company at the end of 1983 into 84. But that's for another day and another time, and maybe next week we will discuss that as far as AWA Super Sunday. But right now we're going to talk about AWA Super Clash 4, ladies and gentlemen, and give you our thoughts here, ladies and gentlemen. The show began, of course, with oddly enough, no announced team. That's right, no announced team was here on this show by any means necessary. The only person that you would see in the back, Howard, doing interviews for the post-game, Howard, would be a young guy who would later go on to WCW, and I think we all remember him quite well, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, folks, Easy e Eric Bischoff was backstage doing interviews at this time. If that's not all, by the way, speaking of Eric Bischoff, you can check him out now on the WWE Network doing a table for three with the legendary Vicky Guerrero, of course, and Kurt Angle that just aired last night. I had a chance to watch this earlier this afternoon. It was a very interesting special, and it was surprising to see Vicky sit down and talk with both Kurt and Eddie, or excuse me, uh, Eric and Kurt about this. I thought for sure if they were going to do a table for three with Vicky, however, it could have been Vicky, Rey Mysterio, and possibly, however, someone like Dean Malenko. I mean, three people who know each other best however, from their days in WCW, ECW, and WWE. But apparently, Rey Mysterio and Dean Malenko were not available. We know Dean is now in AEW, so is Chris Jericho, but we know Vicky and Rey, of course, have a history with each other. Vicky, of course, uh, her husband, the late great Eddie Guerrero, one of my all-time favorite heels and faces, however, passing away numerous, about 14 or 15 years ago. I'm sure if you would have had her and Rey on that uh, show, along with maybe Malenko, I don't think there would have been a dry eye in the house. I think there would have been a two-hour conversation rather than a 45-minute or a half-hour conversation. The stories we would have heard folks, I mean, would have been amazing and very heartwarming, but also tragic, too. Nevertheless, let's talk now about the AWA Super Clash number four. Of course, the show begins with the announcement that Junkyard Dog, yes, folks, JYD, who had wrestled in Mid-South and was on his way back to the NWA this time, however, will not be here due to a torn knee ligament suffered in Norfolk, Virginia the day before. I guess, however, many people didn't know he was on his way back to WCW around this time, however. So I guess AWA was looking forward to seeing him maybe show up for the show. But unfortunately, they were not told that he would basically screw them over, if you will, if you want to use the term loosely, ladies and gentlemen, about that. But that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for our first match of this uh well, let's just say El Stinko Crapo pay-per-view. Our first match of the night, ladies and gentlemen, was a young man by the name of Jake the Milkman Milliman taking on a wrestler by the name of Todd Becker. Now think about it. The week before WrestleMania 6, however, we had seen two guys, however, also put on a really crap match. That being the Birdman Coco Beware against the former AWA World Champion Rick the Model Martel. Martel, of course, would be, uh, of course, in a big high-profile match the following year, while Coco Beware would be in a warm-up match, however, with the Brooklyn Brawler, if you will, Steve Lombardi, a former Bobby the Brain Heenan family member at one time, if you want to call him that. Anyway, that being said, however, Milliman, of course, however, as you know, was involved, however, mind you, with the infamous Great Turkey Hunt match that was featured the previous November, however. 
Now, I don't know what that was all about, but folks, we'll talk more about that in time. That being said, our first match goes about two to four, near four and a quarter minutes. And in the end, however, Milliman picks up the win over Todd Becker here to pick up the victory. Uh, my thoughts about this match, not a great match to start out the show, and it would only get worse from here. John, your thoughts about Jake the Milkman versus Todd Becker? And I agree with you. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much. Up next, of course, DJ Peterson, ladies and gentlemen, of course, who uh, at one time competed as a mid-card or a low-end jobber, teamed up with a young wrestler, and I think we all remember this guy, ladies and gentlemen, Brad Regans, however, who was a big name and an Olympian, if you will, taking on the Texas hangman known as Killer and Psycho, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. As a result, how at one point some fan yelled out something drastic, how to one of the hangmen calling him a big, fat piece of you-know-what, however, and as a result, how the Texas hangman pulled the illegal switch behind the referee's back, and as a result, however, Peterson ended up getting pinned here inside 12 minutes. Your thoughts about this one as the Texas hangman basically hung up, however, both DJ Peterson and Regan's here inside of 12 minutes. Yeah, it was okay. Yes, I would agree. I would agree there with you. Up next, ladies and gentlemen, the claw master Baron Von Raschke, ladies and gentlemen, took on, believe it or not, Colonel De Beers with Sheik Adnan Al Casey, if you will. Now, as a result, Howard Raschke was about 49 years old this time. Uh, De Beers was 44, of course. We all know that De Beers was from South Africa. He had had a history, of course, of wrestlers, ladies and gentlemen, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, however, believe it or not, however, of wrestling in Portland, wrestling Howard Don Owens territory and some other territories, if you will. He had also had a feud briefly with Sergeant Sarge, G.I. Joe, if you, if you, if you will. Sheik Adnan Al Casey, we know about his history in the AWA, of course, with the Sarge, uh, going up against him in the past, of course, in other federations. He also had two other guys that were part of his stable, Keiju Khan, the uh, crazy man from Singapore, and Soldat Ustinov, if you will, he's from Russia, if you will, huh, who tried to fight the Sarge, if you will. But on this night, it was the Clawmaster versus Colonel De Beers, as a result, however, Rashke, believe it or not, however, believe it or not, however, tries to go for the uh, claw, however, as does the beers. However, Rashke gets back in, however, just before the count of 10 and wins by mysterious circumstance a count-out victory. Your thoughts about this one, despite the fact many people thought it was going to end up in a DQ, John? Yeah, this matchup was not good. <laughs> yes, I would definitely agree. I would definitely agree with you there. Up next, however, a very unique wrestler by the name of Tommy Jammer, ladies and gentlemen. That's what was his name, Tommy Jammer, taking on a uh, four-horseman mate, Tully Blanchard. Now, Tully, of course, however, did some work for the AEW after his termination from the WWE and Jim Hurd not bringing him back. Tully was supposed to be back with Arn Anderson, however, after a brief stay in the WWF, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, for about a year and a half or two, as the Brain Busters, however, with Bobby Heenan. He was supposed to also be working with Arn and, of course, his friends, Ric Flair and if you want to call him his friend, however, but a guy he did not like at the time, Ole Anderson. As a result, Tully, of course, failed a drug test at this time, however, and would only work in the AWA for a brief time before getting out of the sport for a couple of years, however, and then rehashing himself for a brief time, however, for only a brief cup of coffee as ECW, Eastern Championship Wrestling, under the NWA banner, however, before they went under Extreme Championship Wrestling, ladies and gentlemen, would find a way to uh, work there, however. As a result, Jammer took on Blanchard at this time. Tully also had a unique manager at this time. It wasn't J.J. Dillon that showed up here, surprisingly. We thought J.J. Dillon was going to show up here. But no, it was another guy by the name of Chris something. And let's just say he was a lispy, uh, permy, 
let's just say, a little wimp, if you want to call him that. And that's what he was, a big-time wimp, if you will. Of course, as a result, Tommy Jammer, of course, tried to uh, keep his undefeated streak going here. And as a result, Tully Blanchard did not make that happen here. And as a result, surprisingly, however... Uh, the guy that was with Tully Howard, basically Howard did the uh, finish from WrestleMania 5 with Rick Rude and Ultimate Warrior. As a result, Tully picked up the win over Tommy Jammer here and ended his undefeated streak here. Your thoughts about Blanchard here winning against Tommy Jammer? Uh, it was okay. Nothing special. Yes, I would agree. And, of course, Tully Blanchard, we know, of course, as you know, is now in AEW managing, of course, however, the perfect 10, of course, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, Ty Dillinger. I'll be right back. Is Ron, uh, okay, Ron, um, I think was his last name, they use him in uh, uh, and, uh, AEW as however. Ronnie something, however. Up next, ladies and gentlemen, a lumberjack match was here, ladies and gentlemen, as it was Yukon John Nord, soon to be known as the Berserker, taking on another guy as she got on Al Casey's, however. That was a somewhat big man at the time, ladies and gentlemen. He was known as Coquina Maximus, ladies and gentlemen, but you all know him best as Mr. Bunzai Man himself, Yokozuna. Yes, folks, Yokozuna made his brief uh, uh, debut here in this show. As a result, however, this was a terrible finish and a cheesy finish that smelled like UWF, however, that would happen the following year. As a result, Nord, of course, took the briefcase that apparently, however, basically, however, mind you, however, uh, what would happen here. And as a result, however, he basically smashed it on top of Yokozuna's head, however, and won the match, however. As a result, however, we thought, however, what was in the briefcase that Adnan Al Casey had given uh, Maximus, a.k.a. Yokozuna, to hit Nord with, however, was full of money or something else, however. Instead, it turned out to be papers, if you will. And as a result, let's just say Yokozuna, a.k.a. Maximus, was none too happy about the uh, shenanigans by Sheik Adnan Al Casey and took his anger out on the Sheik, if you will. Nevertheless, uh, John, I see you're back with us now. Thank you very much. Uh, your thoughts about our next match, the Lumberjack match between Yukon John Nord, the Berserk, who uh, has been in some hot water over the last little while, huh? taking on the future man known as Kokina Maximus or Yokozuna, beating Yokozuna here inside of 12 minutes. All right, I think John's trying to come back out here, ladies and gentlemen, as we are now on to, ladies and gentlemen, our fourth match, uh, our fifth match of uh, of this uh, very subpar week crowd, uh, show. Johnny, you're back with us. Okay, while John's doing that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk about our next match, ladies and gentlemen. It was for the AWA World's title, ladies and gentlemen. It was the Japanese, uh, uh, let's just say, uh, tough guy, Maza Saito, ladies and gentlemen, taking on the living legend, Larry Sabisco. Larry, of course, was trying to get the title back from uh, Saito, if you will, after Saito had won the title a few months before Tokyo in a very questionable finish. This time, however, Saito, of course, was forced to come to the States again, and this time take on Sabisco in a rematch. Sabisco demanded the commissioner and owner, Stanley Blackburn and Vern Gagne, despite him being Vern's uncle, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, that he wanted a rematch for the AWA World title. Surprisingly, however, Nick Bockwinkle, one of Sabisco's longtime rivals, if you will, was chosen here as the special guest referee. Now, you're thinking, why would Bockwinkle want to be the guest referee, if you will, ladies and gentlemen? That being said, we would find out over the course of time. As a result, Sabisco ended up, however, winning the match, however, despite a very questionable finish. The finish went like this. 
Saito went with a back suplex or suplex in a bridge, but he did have his shoulders down. Savisco did get his shoulder up before three, and at the time, many people, Saito thought he had won the title. At the time, he was led to the manager ring by his uh, friend and manager at one time, Tiger Hattori. As a result, however, Bockwinkle and the fans were wondering what was going on, however, with the finish, and many people thought that Saito had retained the title. But instead, however, they screwed Saito and Hattori, and as a result, Bockwinkle did give the win to Sabisco, and as a result, Sabisco regained the AWA title. Afterwards, Hattori and, uh, let's just say, Saito were not very happy with Vern Gagne, and also Nick Bockwinkle. And for a while, it looked like we would see a feud between Saito and Bockwinkle. Only thing was, this feud did not last very long, as it lasted only a few months, however, and led to pretty much nothing. Uh, John, your thoughts about our next two matches here? We talked about the Yokozuna-Berserker match just now with uh, Yokozuna losing, and then, of course, the title match between Mazda Saito and Larry Sabisco that saw Sabisco win the title back in a questionable manner after Saito had won the title a few months before in Japan. God, was Yokozuna and Berserker horrible. Yes, it was. I would. I would. But that match. But that match between the two, yes, between Larry Zabisco and that other. Well, Masa Saito. Masa Saito. Masa Saito. Ah, uh, great match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, it was probably the best match out of everyone on the entire night. No question about it, ladies and gentlemen. And then, folks, how are we going to go to a non-title steel cage match, ladies and gentlemen, however? It fitted the destruction crew, however, of uh, Enos and Wayne Bloom, however. Me, Mike Enos, and Wayne Bloom taking on the Trooper, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, and Paul Diamond. The Trooper would later go on to be known as the Patriot, however, Del Wilkes. Paul Diamond, we know, of course, from Bad Company, if you will, and also from Diamond and Tanaka, if you will, in the WWF, if you will. We also had a very unique, interesting referee at this time. Former Minnesota Viking and NFL player, Super Bowl superstar Bob Lertzema, if you will. However, Tully Blanchard tried to help his friends of Enos and Bloom win the match, however, if you will. By this time, however, the crowd was pretty much filing out, however, after the match was over, and they were pretty much not happy even before the match even took place. Nevertheless, in the end, however, Lertzema, of course, however, mind you, did not count the three for the destruction crew. Instead, he knocked around the destruction crew a little bit and put basically the trooper on top of Enos, and as a result, however, Tully Blanchard and his friends of the destruction crew were not not very happy that the Trooper and Diamond picked up over the win over the Destruction Crew and, of course, Tully Blanchard. John, we wrap up this show, however, with your final thoughts, however, about this very painful non-title steel cage match that saw the Destruction Crew not lose their titles here, but still lost the match to the Trooper and Paul Diamond. And how painful was that, indeed? What's that? I didn't hear you. And then, and how painful was that? Oh, yes, especially with the crowd. Oh, yes, I would agree. I would definitely agree with you. It, it, just, it was rough. I mean, no question about it. Uh, overall, however, I would have to say this is on course of probably one of the worst shows of all time. I mean, we talk about the Heroes of Wrestling show. We talk about Beach Brawl and Blackjack Brawl, the UWF of 91-94 
But you talk about one of the worst shows of 1990, Howard, to start off the 90s. Ladies and gentlemen, this was right up there. Again, the crowd is absolutely terrible beyond words. I mean, they said there was 2,000 there. To me, it looked like anywhere between 1,000 to almost maybe 1,200 people there. Absolutely horrendous beyond words. And as we said, folks, Howard, we would oversee the course of time, Howard, surprisingly, Howard, what would happen next, however. And that was, of course, ladies and gentlemen, however, the uh, closure of the AWA. Of course, a lot of people saying that the AWA should have gone away, however, after Super Clash 3 in late 1988, early 89. But Vern kept on to that company for another couple of years before he saw the light. Uh, I'll tell you what, folks. You talk about Super Clashes and AWA big events. I mean, I have watched some on the network from Super Sunday in 83, which, by the way, will be our topic next week, however, here on the Wrestling Revisit Time Machine show, hopefully, with John, myself, and the King of Kings, Dora T. Smith, to uh, other events from Super Clash 1 to Russell Rock 86 to Super Clash 2 to Super Clash 3, and yes, to even Super Clash 4. Folks, I have watched pretty much all those events, however, except Super Clash 1. And I'll tell you what, folks, however, uh, my opinion, Super Sunday was not a bad show. Super Clash 2 was somewhat okay. The only match that was really good was Kurt Henning versus uh, uh, Nick Balkwinkle, which had a very screwy finish. We'll talk more about that maybe in a couple weeks when we go up uh, at some point. Super Clash 3, definitely not one of the better shows of the year. And this one, by far, was the worst of the worst, folks. But Super Clash 3, the only thing that was good was Lawler and Von Erich overall. I mean, you had... Uh, Jerry Jarrett's promotion, Connell Wrestling Association, World Class Championship Wrestling, the AWA all try to get into this. UWF Mid-South, of course, tried to get involved with this, but this was at a time when Bill Watts knew that his back was against the wall, mind you. But so he decided not to partake. Neither did anyone else. Not even the NWA National Wrestling Alliance, soon to be WCW. But uh, like I said, folks, the only one I have not seen yet is Super Clash number one. Russell Rock 86 wasn't too bad either. I will say that that in AWA Super Sunday 83 was pretty good for the most part. I mean, somewhat all right if you want to call it that. But overall, I'm going to give this final rating, however, of AWA Super Clash 4 a 1.5 out of 10. I mean, this was beyond poor. I mean, this was really, really sad, folks. And it was just downright depressing. Uh, John, your final thoughts about AWA. Oh, I agree. I agree. And I, yes, and like I said, if you are interested on the network, folks, you definitely want to maybe, if you get a chance, maybe you want to check this show out if you're interested. I had a chance to check it out last Saturday, if you will, and I'll tell you, I watched it last Saturday night. I mean, I started it around, this is so funny, around 8.30 or so, and by 10 o'clock, it was all over. It's like, this was an hour and 50 minutes of my life, almost two hours. Like I said, how this was, like I said, this was two hours of just absolutely pure sheer, I wouldn't say hell, but pure sheer boredom. I mean, it really was. I mean, like I said, you talk about the top ten worst shows of all time. How I'm gonna list them right now, and maybe get your thoughts on these too, John. Number ten, I think, when it comes to worst shows of the year, uh, December to December 2006. Yeah. Your thoughts worked. about that one? UWF uh, UWF uh, Beach Brawl 91 yep okay The Great American Bash 91 uh, definitely on there that one. number 7 this one AWA Super Clash 4 oh yeah definitely 6 AWA Super Clash 3 oh yeah oh yeah Number five, the Heroes of Wrestling pay-per-view. Oh, definitely. 
I mean, a lot of people talk about that main event that's still considered one of the worst of all time. Uh, number four. Uh, this one was okay, but again, there were a couple matches that stood out for me. I mean, really, there was only two matches that stood out for me. Starcade 84, the Million Dollar Challenge. I mean, except for Tully and what? the Boat and the tag match. Flair, yeah. Surprisingly, I'm going to say that Flair and Rhodes, the first meeting at Starcade 84 was not as good as I thought it was. Starcade 84 was not one of the better shows, surprisingly. I think, in my opinion. Unless you want to name a fourth, that fourth one. I think Starcade 84 was up there at number four, in my opinion. What, what would you say is your number four? Uh, I don't know. All right. Number three, I'm going to say WrestleMania 2. I mean, the boxing match with, Hogan, with Piper and uh, with Piper and T and Hogan and Bundy. I mean, the only thing that was good, however, was the Andre the Giant winning the Battle Royal and the Bulldogs winning. That was the only thing that was really good that came out of the second WrestleMania. I guess I'm going to have to agree with you so, on WrestleMania 2. Well, like I said, I mean, you can change well, it if you want. Like you can change those two if you want, Howard. I know. Nope. You can change those two if you want, though. I mean, I'm not going to object. Oh, nope. I'm what just saying what you're saying. Well, like, okay. Well, again, you can give me your thoughts on the, after you watch those two events. But like we said, uh, again, you can check on those. Uh, number two would be, I would say, Stomping Grounds this year. Stomping Grounds was not that great, you know. I, you know what? I mean, yeah. That was. I would, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put that at number four, and then I'll bump those other two to three and two, respectively. And number one, ladies and gentlemen, all-time worst, maybe in the history of pay-per-view, would have to be... Mm. I, can't, I can't think of one right now. Maybe you have one, I'll, on. Yeah, I got one for you. How about Battleground 2016? Oh, yes, definitely. I would say either that, that was the Punjabi prison match, right? No, 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 no. It was Lauren and Brian in 2013. Oh, yes, okay. Well, there you go, folks. The 10 worst of all time, ladies and gentlemen. And like we said, speaking of pay per views, we might even have, it depends on how many matches are held to sell this week. We'll have to wait and see what happens. But, folks, like I said, uh, John, you'll definitely have to check out uh, Starcade 84. You'll definitely have to check out, uh, I mean, I'm sure you've watched WrestleMania 2 uh, uh, with the T and uh, Piper thing. If you haven't, uh, um, if you haven't, definitely check it out. I'll be right back. Hold on. Okay, I'm back. Well, folks, there you have it. Those are our thoughts here. However, you want to give us a, our thoughts, however, we would love to hear from you here right now. Uh, before we continue on, ladies and gentlemen, we want to give you an update on uh, some news that you might want to hear, ladies and gentlemen. First off, ladies and gentlemen, coming up, ladies All and gentlemen. All right, gentlemen, Daniel, I'm going to get off here. Okay, John, go right ahead. I will take care of some news to report very quickly, right, and then we'll go tonight as well. We'll see you at 9 o'clock. 
Yep. Bit. All right, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, now leaving now, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank him for coming on. We do have some news to report, ladies and gentlemen, and here's some news that we can tell you about, ladies and gentlemen. First off, coming up Thursday night, November 21st, the Thursday before Thanksgiving at 7.30 p.m., live from the Turner Hall Ballroom in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, ladies and gentlemen. NXT will be coming to you live from Milwaukee. That's right, Brewtown itself, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Tickets will go on sale tomorrow morning at the Turner Hall Ballroom. Meanwhile, however, also tomorrow morning, tickets for the Friday show, however, during Survivor Series week, ladies and gentlemen, will be a very interesting night before War Games in Chicago. We will be live at the Egyptian Room at the Old National Center in Indianapolis, Indiana, ladies and gentlemen, as we will be coming to you live there, ladies and gentlemen, with exciting action to report there, ladies and gentlemen, and tickets go on sale for that show, ladies and gentlemen, also tomorrow morning in the Hoosier State of Indiana, in the city of Indianapolis. Meanwhile, this Friday, ladies and gentlemen, tickets will go on sale for the Friday night show, the right Friday after Thanksgiving, live, ladies and gentlemen, however, at the Legacy Arena in Birmingham, Alabama. That's right, Birmingham, Alabama is where we're going to be the Friday after Thanksgiving. So spend Friday night SmackDown eating leftovers, however, however with us, however, as we will be coming to you live from Birmingham, Alabama, at the Legacy Arena, ladies and gentlemen, in that area. And tickets will go on sale again this Friday. Meanwhile, ladies and gentlemen, also this Friday, ladies and gentlemen, TLC tickets will go on sale in Minneapolis, Minnesota for the Sunday, December 15th show. Yes, folks, that is actually my birthday, and tickets for the TLC show, ladies and gentlemen, will go on sale this Friday morning, ladies and gentlemen, in Minneapolis, ladies and gentlemen, and we can tell you about that right now, as they will be doing a show live there. We're going to have an update on it here in just a second. Bear with us here, folks. We're going to let you know about that, folks. That'll be coming up, ladies and gentlemen, however, believe it or not, however, live, however, ladies and gentlemen, however, from the uh, Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Also, ladies and gentlemen, hold on to your seatbelts for this one, ladies and gentlemen. Monday, December 2nd, ladies and gentlemen, that's right, Monday, December 2nd, we close, start off the final month of 2018 in a big-time way, ladies and gentlemen, however, live in Nashville, Tennessee, ladies and gentlemen, as Monday Night Raw returns to the Bridgestone Arena. Yes, folks, we head to Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, and yes, folks, tickets will go on sale this Saturday morning for the show there that will be held Monday night. December the 4th in Nashville. So get ready. We are going to be coming back to you in Nashville, ladies and gentlemen, in early December, ladies and gentlemen. Also, we have some other dates that are being waiting to be confirmed to us, ladies and gentlemen. We can tell you right now that is where we're going to be to start out December in a big way, ladies and gentlemen. Also, we told you about TLC. Tickets will be going on sale, ladies and gentlemen, coming up this Friday morning in Minneapolis for the TLC show. That will be coming up to you live, ladies and gentlemen, on Sunday, December 15th. That will be coming up this Friday morning. Also, ladies and gentlemen, coming up, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, however, as of right now, we do not know where we're going to be coming up, however, on uh, Friday, December 6th. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we are waiting to hear some more stories of where we're going to be, of course, coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, we do have one date we can confirm, ladies and gentlemen. Coming up Monday, December 9, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, Monday, December 9, we will be returning to Greenville. Yes, folks, Greenville, South Carolina, at the Bon Secours Wellness Arena, ladies and gentlemen. Tickets will go on sale next Friday morning for that, however, in Greenville. So there you go, folks. That is where we're going to be right before TLC, ladies and gentlemen. Now, as far as SmackDown Live goes, however, where we will be, of course, coming up, however, on, uh, believe it or not, Friday, December 12th. And also, ladies and gentlemen, coming up, believe it or not, however, believe it or not, Friday, December 6th, however, 
as well as Friday, December 13th. We do not know where we're going to be as of yet, but folks, that is where we're going to be. Meanwhile, however, in Pittsburgh and Baltimore, coming up in three weeks, ladies and gentlemen, tickets will go on sale for the holiday tours, however, in Pittsburgh at the PPG Paints Arena and also in Baltimore, Maryland, the Friday and Saturday after Christmas, Friday, December 27th, and Saturday, December 28th. And then, folks, however, get ready. We're going to be coming to you in Houston in late January as we start off 2020 and a new decade in a big way. But, folks, we already know where we're going to be, of course, the second and ninth hour. We can now say we know where we're going to be, ladies and gentlemen. But, folks, get ready for this, ladies and gentlemen. Coming up, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as we told you, Monday, December 2nd, tickets will go on sale this Saturday for the Raw Show. That will be coming up to you live, ladies and gentlemen. However, believe it or not, in early December from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee. And then, of course, a week from this Friday, ladies and gentlemen, on Friday, October 11th, ladies and gentlemen, Tickets will be open up for the public, ladies and gentlemen, in Greenville, South Carolina, at the Bon Secours Wellness Arena. So get ready for that, ladies and gentlemen. We will be coming to you live from there in early December. Tickets go on sale a week from Friday, ladies and gentlemen, in Greenville. So, folks, there you have it. That's where we're going to be in the next several weeks, however. But, again, don't forget, we are going to be in Los Angeles this Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we are going to be in Sacramento Sunday. And, by the way, don't forget uh, this Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen, at the WSSS store in Los Angeles, depending on how he feels and after what happened last night on Raw, unless it changes before then, however, Ray Mysterio will be there signing autographs for his fans this Thursday from 6 to 8.30, and then this Friday from 12 to 2.30 and from 3 to 5.30 at the New York City Comic Con. Come meet the Big Red Monster Kane, and yes, also the Maharaja of Madness, if you will, Jinder Mahal will be talking to his fans there. And then, of course, this Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, Come meet, ladies and gentlemen, the man herself, Becky Lynch, ladies and gentlemen, however, as she will be talking with her fans, ladies and gentlemen, however, at the Amazon Bookstore in Los Angeles from 12 to 2.30 this Saturday afternoon, and then from 3 to 5.30 p.m. also this Saturday afternoon, come meet the man who's trying to score, if you will, the little pipsqueak, if you will, the former GM of 205 Live, Drake Maverick, as he will be talking to his fans there. And then, of course, as you know, we will be in Sacramento this Sunday, of course, in our friend Danny from Oak Park's neck of the woods. Next uh, Monday, if you will, in Bakersfield, California, at the Rabo Bank Arena. And then next Friday, ladies and gentlemen, at the Nellis Air Force Base in Exchange Tower at the Cricklewire, the store to only military personnel. Carmel will be talking to her fans there. Of course, she will be talking about, I'm sure, the new season of Total Divas and also appearing on SmackDown Live, especially with the draft just around the corner. Also next Friday, of course, ladies and gentlemen, come meet Braun Strowman in Rosemont Tower, Illinois, at the Donald E. Stevens Convention Center just outside of Chicago. And yes, folks, next Friday night, SmackDown Live will have the draft live from the T-Mobile Arena in Sin City. Come cash in in a big way, Las Vegas, Nevada, as we will be coming to you live a week from Friday. And then two weeks from Monday, folks. Yes, we are going to be back in the mile-high city of Denver, Denver, Colorado, ladies and gentlemen, as that is going to be very exciting. Plus, AJ Styles will be talking to his fans in Littleton, Colorado, unless something changes, however, that Monday morning. So, folks, it's going to be a very action-packed couple of weeks starting off, however, beginning tomorrow night. But, folks, it's already off to a good start here in October. You can betcha for sure. Anyway, folks, on that note, we're going to get you out a little early tonight. However, we do want to thank the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, as always, ladies and gentlemen, for giving us a chance to give his opinion and everything like that. We were expecting to hear from King NWO Gerard T. Smith. Unfortunately, he could not join us tonight. But, folks, we will be checking back in with him later on this evening and hopefully hear from him, of course, next week here on the Time Machine show as well. So, for the Human Suplex Machine right now, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside. And as we take you out this evening, ladies and gentlemen, however... Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have some music for you here as we can just going to queue up the band here in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen, that you know what's going on as far as that goes. 
So, folks, you definitely want to check that out, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to tell you about what uh, we got in store for you all, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, right now, uh, right now here, uh, in just a moment or two, as we are just uh, getting things uh, finalized here, folks. We're, uh, like I said, we're definitely going to have a lot to uh, talk about, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. So, folks, you definitely want to check that out for sure, however. And uh, as we take you out tonight, I'm just uh, getting our music finalized here in just a moment here, folks. Bear with us here. There we go. Uh, sorry about that, folks. We're just trying to get things finalized here. As you know, of course, tomorrow night we're going to have a great show for you being at 6.30 with Outside the Ropes, 14137, latest politics, movies, and sports, plus the movie trivia challenge. John, myself, Fonzie, and of course, Mr. W. said we'll be live from there. 8 o'clock, we're going to be watching NXT and AEW while we're at the debate table. You can bet that's going to be a great show. And then at 9 o'clock, folks, we will continue our NXT AEW Wednesday night discussion as well. So be sure to check that out on Revolution. Anyway, folks, we will be back tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, what should be a great night, however, but we'll also be back later on this evening and talking about this and that. So, folks, have a great, great night, however. We will talk to you soon here, ladies and gentlemen, however. Like I said, however. And uh, with that said, folks, we're going to have a lot to discuss. So, like I said, however, we'll have a lot to discuss here, folks. Uh, I'm just trying to get some music finalized here, folks, however. Anyway, folks, we're going to take you out right now, however. Like I said, folks, we're going to take you out right now with our closing theme this evening here, ladies and gentlemen. It is Simon Park, March to the Moon, ladies and gentlemen. So, folks, we hope you enjoy March to the Moon, ladies and gentlemen, as we're marching in a big... Like I said, we're going to talk about now, ladies and gentlemen, as we close out the evening, however, we will talk to you again, ladies and gentlemen, here uh, later on tonight and again here at Wrestling Revisit next week. So... For the Human Suplex Machine, this is the Iceman saying so long from inside, and then we will talk to you again later on this evening, and again next week, folks, with another edition of Wrestling Revisit. So now, here's March to the Moon as we close out this evening's show.
definitely marching to the moon, and we'll see you again very soon. Good night, everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.